here. It's Inside White Center. Happy to be on the broadcast train again. It's been a while, I think. I think it's been a while. It feels like that. Anyway, so we're here. It's a beautiful Sunday afternoon at the risk of kind of letting everybody know our business as to when we do these things. But it's a great, beautiful Sunday afternoon. And I'm here with Christian. Hey, it's me, Christian. And then our young friend, Felix. We'll hear more from Felix. But hi, Felix. <laughs> but what's been going on, Christian? Um, nothing much. Uh, today was White Sunday. Um, I, for those of you who don't know, White Sunday is a Samoan or Polynesian holiday. Tongans also celebrate oh, them yeah, as well. Oh, yeah, but it's not in October. It's not in October. Right. For Tongans, it's in, I think, May. Yeah. And uh, it's the second Sunday of October. And it's basically Children's Sunday. And yep. you dress the children up and they become the service they memorize memory verses um i got to watch my niece i went to Samoan church today and she did her memory verse you know what i think for when i put this broadcast up i'm gonna put a picture of myself on white sunday when i was like uh, yo five or you six years should old. i think i'm gonna do it you should <laughs> what did was that how did you do white sunday yeah. regularly growing up yes we did it was Yes. It's kind of weird for me because, like, I'm like a, um, I'm an adult now, yeah. right? And for those of you, like, I know that, that that might be obvious for many, but you don't become an adult until you have your own kids a lot of the time in Samoan culture. Like, your parents still control your life up until you're old. Felix is laughing, but it's, it's real, Felix. Yeah. It's, it's like... <laughs> Listen, my, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. My mother, used, she was talking to me about me one time, and she called me a girl. And I just like, mom, I'm 30 at the time. I'm 38 years old. I'm not a girl. And she goes, you're not married. <laughs> you're not a, you know, the implication was I'm not a woman unless I'm married. I'm like, this is problematic, mother. Uh, yeah, that's pretty problematic. <laughs> but that's, it, it uh, explained a lot that I didn't know. And uh, yeah. It's crazy because my role now is it's very different as someone who's like, you know, about to have a child um and then like someone who has an affinity advisory yeah um my advisory i mean i i don't have to do anything for white sunday i might have to do something for white sunday in the future oh and no might i've about had it. to do there, there no is. yeah no <laughs> I, yeah no there's gonna be expectation but there's no expectation for me right now i just show up and i eat and i make sure that the kids are you know blessed or whatever um but my affinity advisory has been complaining about it all. well not complaining but they've been mentioning, oh man, I, I've been having to memorize. I, I can't even go to anywhere. I'm like, I'm on lockdown. I have to go home on Friday, Saturday, stay up late, memorize my memory so verse. True, yeah. It's a whole thing. Um, but it was kind of cool for my affinity advisory. Speaking of affinity advisories, I wanted to ask you, Felix, because they have affinity advisories over at Evergreen, right? Yeah, yeah. We have starting this year. We've started with the uh, interest-based advisories, which some of which are affinity advisories. Some other ones are just other interest-based advisories. But the affinity ones I've been seeing taken off. Uh, our Latinx affinity advisory has grown from one advisory to having four advisors, three or four advisors now, because it got so so big. Super cool because they're able to meet for an hour each Friday where it's a meaningful advisory time instead of a 20-minute period at the beginning of each day. So that's something super cool that we're seeing. And then and then obviously, or maybe not so obviously, we've started uh, inviting those groups in to perform or do assemblies to showcase their culture. So uh, just last Friday, we had our 
Latinx assembly, which was super cool. I mean, completely student-run, student-led, and a bunch of our students got involved with stuff like that. Um, I want to just give the audience um, some background info. So Felix here is joining us this this week, and uh, Felix is actually the ASB president over at Evergreen. Go Wolverines! Yeah, go Wolverines! If you're new time, if you're first time listeners, you know most of the folks. No, everybody who's been on this podcast uh, is a has their Evergreen card. Yes. Um. So you know we're all Evergreen alum, and we've all organized around uh, this podcast, and it's just a pleasure to have you here. Um, talking about yeah, all you. the things that are going up on at Evergreen. I'm curious. This last week for you, um, it's been homecoming, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's been a week. Lots of fun activities. I think we had ten total planned at the beginning of the week. <laughs> yeah, they posted. I mean, on the Evergreen Friends for Evergreen Friends of Evergreen, and the Evergreen page itself, there's been a lot of things going on this week. Do you want to share what's going on? What's been going on? Yeah, yeah. So at the beginning of the uh, <laughs> when we started planning for homecoming, we started looking at our sports because uh, obviously that's a big part of the school culture, and you know. Try to work those into the week. Um, we looked at activities that have had, you know, good success in the past, such as we invited all of our students to come after school one day to spray paint a t-shirt in Evergreen sort of spirit. It was a free t-shirt and you can wear it to the games. So it's a way that more students can have more, you know, they can show off their creativity and wear, uh, wear, wear some Evergreen gear. Um, and then we had two volleyball games and a football game, which was super exciting for everyone that came our football team won and our volleyball teams have just the best energy in our gym so it was super exciting um and then i think uh let's see we had our dance on dance on saturday which was a huge success best turnout we've seen um yeah it was i mean so far i've heard good things we'll see what happens on monday i'll see what people say um (laughs) in addition we we this year opened up and we did two assemblies we did one on monday to kick the week off and one on friday um, so Monday we invited all our alumni back. Uh, we kicked them off in the library with a fun little hangout, and then went to an assembly, played some games, did lots of acknowledgement of our sports teams that we we're going to play that week. Um, and then Friday was just all about the games and the fun. Uh, our teachers did a lip sync battle, and we had a ton of fun games that students played, like minute to win it games. Um, I mean, those are those are some of the highlights. Also, our spirit week definitely had the most participation out mm-hmm. of out of any of the weeks we've seen, which is which is which is showing. It's showing all the like the spirit that our teachers are bringing and our students that they're finally excited to do something, which is something that we've been working on for the last couple of years. And yeah, um, I'm beefing a little bit. Oh, you are. Yeah, <clears throat> here's why I'm beefing. Throw down, homie. First off, uh, Monday assembly was I right. was it was cool. I liked the little reception, but you invited Pat to both. I only got invited to one. Ooh. Well, I don't want to make you take both your personal days to come down. <laughs> Good for you, Felix. Good answer. See that he was looking out for you. How'd you feel, Pat, about the events? Uh, it was amazing. I thought that the whole week felt very festive around Evergreen. Even, I mean, just driving by, you could tell stuff that was going on there. And also on social media, you saw that things were going on. But um, yeah, it was. there was definitely some good feels going on at the high school and that friday assembly was you should have been there yeah yo i mean <laughs> dude i'm telling you that was so much fun i couldn't believe it my jaw was dropped almost the whole assembly i loved every single game i loved the the teachers killed it it was so good it was so good and there were three 
it was a lip sync battle for, between the staff, right? And there were three. And the first one was Scrubs, right? And I was thinking, because I got to judge too. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just rubbing salt in the world. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll post a it's recap video and we'll tag you. <laughs> yeah, so like the first, the first Dang, man. lip what? sync, I was like, oh yeah, these guys are going to win. That that's I'm how right we, next door. I was totally in. I thought, oh yeah, these guys are going to win. Then the second one, the silver team, they got up. I'm like, oh my gosh, these guys are going to win. They had the costumes. It was cool, all that. And then the green team, there was no question after they did it was so and it was just so fun that's all i gotta yo, say yo simone was talking to me about that um simone's the president for those of you who don't know principal. simone was the principal pre- principal you're the president <laughs> i'm so sorry uh but he was talking to me about that color system um i mean because when i went into the assembly i was a little disappointed that i couldn't uh pick out students because they yeah. weren't sitting in their um their class order yeah which whatever i don't yeah. have to be attached to that and honestly i'm giving Same. you a lot of smack but like <laughs> the truth is these assemblies for homecoming are really about the youth they're really about the students in the school so i'm not i'm not really beefing i'm just talking smack but <laughs> but that that system how how do you feel like it just feels kind of fun that there's like these competitive things going on um they they break them down into different colors and they're all school spirit right. colors gold green and silver uh can you, yeah can you tell us more about can, it like what, I, yeah go ahead i have a couple comments about that too so your alumni um recognition that was on point yeah. i don't think it's been done as well for a long time just because when i was in school there weren't that many classes before us yeah. right so it'd be like it wouldn't take a half an hour to recognize mm-hmm. and so i could see how being you know in the 2000s it was going to be too long so i just thought the way that you guys did that was classy i liked it a lot and then my question that you can answer alongside christian's question is um it threw me off that silver is one of the colors because my understanding was it was always green gold and white or green and white and then gold is actually the accessory color so yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go uh yeah so i mean the alumni thing, we weren't really sure how to shout them out or do anything, but we figured that was the best way to go about it, to keep it short and sweet and yep. keep our students engaged. Uh, as for the color system, we had green and we had gold, and then the options were like uh, white, black, or silver, and it makes the most sense to keep it with silver, specifically, when we were thinking about it, it's a little awkward to be like, go white team, go white <laughs> other words. So we, so, we, so we switched it to silver. Um... <laughs> It was, a, it was this this was a discussion we had uh over the summer and we were like well we need three we were originally having our four colors or it was gonna be four colors for the four grade levels but uh it ties into our interest-based advisory system since advisory is no longer by uh by grade level it's mixed grade advisories so that means we can't you know base really much of anything off like your advisory or your grade level only now because so many classes are split. Like the language arts class is the only class that has a singular grade level in it. So we switched to the color. And also like that way you can have seniors and freshmen on the same team in a way. Because like you don't, if you show up as a freshman and you don't have like, you don't really know what's going on. It just seems like the seniors are going to win. Right. So, I That's mean, good. In that contrast, sense. Mount Rainier did, did a point system this homecoming week. And the seniors had like 720 points. Yeah, and the freshmen had like. 100 right so this shows like and then like right now they're super even everyone's at like right above 100 points and so it's it's a good way to keep everyone engaged and then like 
you know, I can be on the same team with a senior if I'm a freshman, and that's and that's cool because like it's a leadership and it shows. And we've seen a lot a lot of people like bringing people in and getting them to the assembly and being excited about it. Mm. That's cool. Do you? That's a whole nother level right there. Of commitment, yeah. right? Yes. There. No, it's yeah. cool. It's it like it was it was nice to see. Do you feel like? The interest-based advisories are also accomplishing their goal. Like, how do you see that playing out? I mean, I think it's cool to see that kids can sort of pick where they want to be interested in. Mm -hmm. um, I think in the past, advisory is supposed to be like this check-in period where you're, you know, checking on your mental health or you're checking in, making sure that you're doing well in your class. You get help if you need, and it's usually just randomly assigned. And yeah. So if I'm with a teacher, I don't really know. It's usually a teacher you have in class, but if it's not your favorite teacher. And it's like, yeah, whatever, right? Like, um, this this is a way that, like, I can connect with a teacher that I need to connect with, that I feel like I can connect with, and a bunch of other kids that have the same sort of, like, goals or um, interests as me, interest-based advisory. Uh, so it's, I think, I and I mean, I've heard positive things we did. So we've been doing a bunch of, like, feedback surveys and stuff, and a lot of the things that come out of it is, you know, like, Mr. Dean's advisory is super cool. And, and like, when we ask, like... Uh, for like how students, one of the big goals this year of our team is to improve the sense of belonging at Evergreen. And when we ask, that's the one thing that comes out is like, I feel like, you know, my advisory is super cool. So that's, hmm. that's a positive. And I think it's been affecting the school in a good way. And that's, that's new this year. So I think it was, I mean, Simone had a big push on it and it was like, we should be changing our advisory system. I mean, at probably the lowest attendance in class. And so change it up. And now it's, now it's doing pretty well. Somebody told me that, the assemblies have been doing better in terms of attendance this year as well. Yeah, I think we kicked it off strong in the first day with a very solid assembly where we got people engaged, getting people to participate in things, and that sort of set the tone for the rest of the year. And now, like, oh, maybe I will stop by the assembly instead of just walking straight to the parking lot. Um, I mean, there's some, like, logistical things we're putting in there, like, we're going to do it in the middle of the day, so it's a little awkward to, like, not be right. there, right? You have to skip more than just one period of time um but i think overall students are saying good things we had to tweak a couple of things like the lighting and like someone suggested we have better ventilation on our gym but you know like for the most part it's positive positive feedback and like we've been trying to take as much as we can of like what games do people want to see what's the rate of how long we can pay attention for and then how simple we have to be able to explain things in order for them to succeed so it's been a work in science i think my favorite game outside the the um, lip sync battle on Friday was the finish the lyric game. Yeah, you should have seen that one, Mr. Tatua. That was just. It <laughs> <laughs> was, was a real thriller. Yeah. What a what a loved an invite. It was the very best thing I've ever seen before in my whole life. I don't know where your middle school is at. <laughs> no, but I love that game. However, it was hard because. The action is right in the middle of the gym, which is where you want because you want everybody to see it. Yeah. But everyone's standing at a table, so we can't see their faces, right? But yeah, it was still a great game. Yeah, I mean things like that. We're still working on. A lot of times we'll get. In the past years, we've struggled with getting volunteers, and so that's been like super stressful for me specifically because I'm like one of the only kids that has stayed. A lot of a lot of the seniors graduated from the class last year, and so it there's only a couple of us that are still like have the experience from last year. But like we'll get up there and we won't have any volunteers, mm. and so this year we're getting volunteers. But then it's always like a stressful, and so then it's like a stressful feeling of like not knowing if we're gonna get enough volunteers. Right. 
I know that feeling. But now that we now that we have the volunteers, we gotta think of like how we can best show show like and like once they get up there, it's hard to explain to yeah. like no no stand this way. As long as they're there, we're trying to just go with it. So it is something that like you know we're thinking about it. We're trying to get the feedback and like make adjustments as we go. I loved. Uh, I saw on Instagram this week. I love those. Um, will you chaper- Will you chaperone at? Uh, I love that too. Did you see that? That was this that <laughs> little was so homecoming sweet. asks for the uh, chaperone. Whose idea was that? That teachers. was so great. Yeah, that was our one of our, our the secretary of our ASB team, Stephanie. She she had that idea and executed it well. We, it was cute. It, it was so cute. And was it received well from the of the people that were asked? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they. They they'd already signed up to go, but it was sort of like a, a th- like a thank you and like a making sure that we are acknowledging everyone and appreciating That's everyone. Great. Yeah, That's super cool. You do that at Cascade. Um, we don't have home. Co- uh, we have a dance coming up, but you know, I mean, middle school dances are awkward, you know. Very. So I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to get into that. <laughs> um, more fun events, <laughs> other events. Uh, it was fun to see you um, over at uh, the CDA gala. This week, this Friday. Oh, yeah. That was a great event. Yeah. How'd you... I mean, you know, Pat and I have been attending the gala for years. We've been supporting the CDA. Um, okay. Can I just say this thing? And Zach, you might need nah, to cut ahead. it out depending on if <laughs> if we should share this. But here's the funniest thing I saw all night. I turn around and I see Dr. Duran <laughs> coming over to get Felix. And I see, them, I see him kind of do this. And then they head off to go get their yeah, food. Yeah. He came up to me and he said, let's go. We, uh, I don't want to wait anymore. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm like, what a power move. The, super, the <laughs> superintendent of the school came over to Felix of the district. No more. <laughs> the superintendent of the district comes over to Felix and says, dude, let's go. Let's go eat. He's like, I thought, I thought they would call my table sooner. I was like, all right. Dang. Well, they call go. it now. Positions of power. I want you to know that your tables got the worst desserts. I mean, the desserts were great. Uh, I'm not going to shade any of the desserts. The desserts were actually great, but y'all missed the chantilly cake over there by... Uh, chantilly cake by uh, Cakes of Paradise is the best. And y'all missed that. The German chocolate cake was definitely very good. And beat whatever you had. I don't know what you had, but it was better than whatever you had. As you can see... Dang, Mr. Competition. <laughs> Hey everyone, right here we had a podcast tragedy happen and um, we had to re-record the second half of the show. So our guest stayed while we did that and that is what you're going to hear coming up. So sorry for the inconvenience and enjoy the rest of the show. Oh, Felix, I'm curious. What was it like for you being at the CDA dinner with all the White Center OGs? You know, it was a definitely on the younger end of people there you were um no but it was cool there was some they played a real cool video about about the community and people's experiences in the community which i thought was which i thought was pretty cool and i mean obviously just seeing everyone interact and like having a good time was was cool yeah all the all the white center heads were there all all the all the who's who dr duran was there yep Seeley was there of course um some teachers, Kelly Shottle made an appearance. Oh, that's right. It was nice to see Kelly. You know Kelly, right? Was yeah. she teaching when you were? She taught sixth grade at Mountview when I went. That's. And then she moved to AP over at yeah. Cascade. White Center Legends. I mean, I asked you because me and Pat, we've been to the CTA gala for multiple years. So, um, uh, Was it an improvement? 
was it same um plus, plus delta suggestions chart right here plus delta <laughs> i mean plus delta i like it i like it uh i would say the challenge was it it definitely had a, a, a smaller turnout than previous years mm. um it wasn't as advertised I, I don't feel too negatively about that to, though, because um, the people who needed to be there were there. It's like an intimate setting for us to say, um, basically, to to see your next journey at Pika. Um, for those of you who don't know, Celi is uh, taking her role at, at Pacific Islander. What was it? Community, Community Association. Yes. Um, Washington chapter, um, and so she'll be the executive director there. That's right. Um, it was also really nice to see how everybody honored Sealy. Utopia did a really beautiful Pacific Islander dance segment. Um, and it was just really beautiful. Um, yeah. folks I thought the, the person that was the MC was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yep. The that MC. And Aaron always knows how to bring energy. Um, Aaron went up and he basically did a, like a state of white center type, um, address, um, and it was, he was, was, he's just such a, uh, entertaining or charismatic presence to watch yeah, yeah. as he spoke on the hub, which I think is very important for the listeners. So the, um, we, the CDA, Celia and Aaron have been working a lot on the hub project. Pat, would you tell us more about that? Right. So the hub is a community center that will open in 2025. Uh, we're breaking ground um, early next year in 2024. But this hub project has been in the works for many years. Seely and Aaron have shepherded this from from jump, from the very beginning. And um, it'll be a community center. Um, if you know the White Center area, it's on the corner of 8th Avenue and 108th Southwest, where the current white center food bank is and the old public health clinic is um that whole lot will be used for the community center plus they're adding we are adding um 76 affordable housing family units and that's very exciting for our community and um if you've seen the the sketches it's beautiful it's going to be a very beautiful thing in our in our community right next to our new beautiful school yeah it's gonna be dope i mean it's 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 within walking distance from both the schools yes it's gonna be community center yep. space the yes foundation will be housed there yep. feast will be there will be feast there the cda health point health point and southwest youth and family services which will all be there it's so great to have mm-hmm. a hub of these nonprofits who are Working in a lot of ways towards right. the same goal. Mm-hmm. Now in one space, they'll have a maker space. Right. Um, yeah. There's going to be a studio there, a recording studio, which is where our um, podcasts will be housed. Yeah. housed. Nice. Yeah. The next place. So. With a hopefully an SD card that works. <laughs> uh, sorry, y'all. We had a, we had some technical difficulties earlier with our SD card. So. Um. Yeah, and the White Center Food Bank will be moving over down there right. um, to uh, just south of the main business. It's still on the same strip, uh, strip on 16th Avenue, um, just a little bit south. Uh, they're going to have a new home as well, so that's very exciting for them as well. Yep, right next to the Auto Zone, and it doesn't look like a big place from this if you're looking at it from the street, but it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Felix, 
I'm just really curious. Uh, we've talked about the hub, talked about your experience over at the CDA. Um, now that you're elected as the president of your student body, what are some goals that you have for Evergreen this year? Last year, we had Kevin, and we asked him a very similar similar question. Mm-hmm. And it was during a, a very different time where we were trying to get the bond passed. And he was out there trying to get kids to canvas as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was, on, I think, on Como for, for a little segment um, mm-hmm. on air filtration as well. It was kind of oh, yeah. awkward. Right, yeah. That's right. It was kind of awkward. It was slightly odd. That was the weird... <laughs> yeah but um for you this year um and you know you're friends with kevin as well yeah yeah um what what are you thinking is your goal for this upcoming year yeah uh for this year i mean we're thinking about uh the sense of belonging for our students as a big goal um at the end of last year we ended with 33 percent sense of belonging amongst uh, evergreen students and that was sort of a surprise to me but so this year we're trying to increase that number um we get our we do three surveys throughout the year like that are like district mandated and that's where we get that information from. There's one in October that we'll look at the data from and then I think in January and May or something like that. Um but yeah, we can track it, we can see if it increases. Um another big one is to bring the community into the school and the school into the community because I think there's a lot of unused potential there right now that may have been used in the past, um, or maybe not, but I mean, just as much as we can send our students out into the community and see the cool business that they could go work at or support um, the opportunities that there are. I know that, like, in middle school, I took advantage of Steve Cox Park all the time. So just, you know, more like that. And then bringing those businesses back into the school to help them support us um, as a student body and provide opportunities for the students. And then lastly, sort of, I mean, it goes with these other two is flipping our reputation of the school. We've always been on the lower end of reputation, um, always lower than Highline. And, and I, I think a lot of people don't understand until they get there what, it, what Evergreen has to offer, the support you'll get, um, how people will help you and like always be there for you. And so that's something that's not seen, but definitely should be seen. And so we're also working on flipping that reputation. I've heard you, um, you were talking to me about this before, about the 30, the 30% or the 33%? It was actually, um, the, the Hispanic ethnic group, I only had like a 20, low 20% sense of belonging and they make up around 55% of our student body. So that, it was a little surprising to me. Um, obviously the biggest group in the smallest sense of belonging feeling. So, I mean, that's interesting data and i think this year um my vice president richie uh has taken a huge step in like organizing and putting on an uh an assembly that was completely student-led student-driven educative fun to watch super fun um it was a latinx assembly that we had last friday this seems like an awesome answer to kind of an awesome way to address what you're seeing. I was listening to a podcast last week of a, the guest was a guy named Ben McBride, who is also the author of a a new book called troubling the water. And then um, the whole theme is radical belonging. Mm -hmm. And they were asking him to sort of talk about more, talk more about what he thinks radical belonging is. And he said that, inclusiveness is something we talk about a lot and that is 
beautiful and inclusive usually means you know we're all here everyone is included mm-hmm. you everyone can participate in all of the things that are are offered you know and so you have full access to be included and so that's that's wonderful but belonging is the sense that you actually get to decide what it is that is being shared or what yeah. the what we're participating in and there's more there's more power on that side. There's, there's a more sense of, yeah, this really reflects what I want, right? Mm-hmm. And so what you're talking about sounds like what he's talking about. Yeah. I think, I mean, obviously it's important that we get as many voices involved when we're talking about, like, how to increase the sense of belonging. And in general, for the school, the more, the more voices, the better. So we're, I mean, we're, we're, we're approaching it with different ways of how we want to go about but I think a lot of it's, you know, driven with these events that um, target different groups of students being involved in planning, not being in, like not being involved as in like going to the event, but planning the event, making sure the event goes how they see fit, which right. is something that I think in the past we have haven't done, uh, like not intentionally, just has happens hasn't happened. And so this year we're making that's an effort of the of the team to make sure that 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 does happen. It's really it's really cool to see. I mean. Um... The new building hasn't even been built yet, and we're already seeing so many things growing uh, at Evergreen. It's really cool to see um, all of the things that you're talking about, all the efforts you're talking about, very targeted. We're right. approaching it in very creative ways with these advisories, these interest-based advisories, yeah, yeah. Um, and the events that you're putting on and how students are expressing agency. I mean, I'm just, I'm impressed by how we are on the uh, come up. Yeah, yeah. Despite the fact that we don't have a new school yet yeah the bond just got approved there's a lot of excitement there's a lot of growth and it's only going to get tougher from here but it's also just much more exciting to see that we're already stepping up before we have our new building i think that we're trying last year it was a big push on the new school and getting that bond passed and now that we're past that point where we know it's coming i mean we see the construction that's a huge like excitement it is a little annoying to be in class but the class be shaking bro oh oh, yeah the whole building shakes but but i mean right now we're going with the the community first and like our teachers have adopted the phrase all in and i think a lot of staff and students are just all in and making the school the best it can be and then the facility will come down the road and like right now we're trying to like, I know a lot of times in the past, even myself included, we'd just be like, our uh, school sucks. The building's falling apart. The bathroom is flooded again. Um, but, you know, we're moving past that point to where it's like, sure, the bathroom is flooded, but like, look at the cool thing we got going on. So it's, it's starting with the community and it's building forward to, to culminate, not culminate, keep like continue through the new school. The school will be built and that'll bring a whole new realm of excitement and fresh excitement. But I mean, still this year we're we're quite excited. And students, the freshmen are very excited about our, our our point system this year, which is which is cool. The all-in mural got the little piece in the front of the library. That's kind of cool. Yeah, we have everybody signed it. Posters, murals, uh, lots of things going up around the school to make it look cooler. We did handprints. Every student got to dip their hand in paint and handprint the wall, which was a cool event on the first day of school as well. Yeah, it is super cool. Yeah, so uh, I think that's all. Thank you, White Center, for listening. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being here, Felix. We really appreciate you. Yeah, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Peace. Peace.